Welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast with Martin Fuller and Lily Nelson. Hello and welcome to episode four of our podcast. A quick disclaimer, we're not here to give you any answers. We're here to give you our own personal experiences of what we've gone through. Each diocese around the country does everything a little bit differently. So we're just coming from, we're both coming from Liverpool Diocese. Um, So just bear that in mind. We are here today to talk about stage two panel. Formerly BAP, B-A-P, B-A, dyslexia. Bishop's Advisory Panel. So the formerly, formerly known, the, the stage formerly known as Bishop's Advisory Panel. So stage two, st- we've done stage one last week. No, no, two weeks ago, didn't we? Yes. Stage, yeah, there we go. Um, and now we're here to talk about stage two. Martin and I were just talking about the divine timing within Ooh. all of this for both of us. And for Martin, it was two weeks ago. Wow. Found so out two weeks ago. You found out two weeks ago. And no, then sorry. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, well, two weeks ago since I found out. So three weeks ago since... Wow. And my BAP, my, well, we can't call it BAP, my stage two Sorry, was a month ago, two. was a month ago and a bit. And we were just talking about divine timing and how this process, as long as it is, um, is, is God-centered and it yeah. is God's timing. Yeah. And for both of us, I think we've both felt a little bit overwhelmed at times and how exact the timing had happened. So like for me, um, when I was going forward, because I, I was... In our cohort, I was the last person to meet the bishop, but the first person to go to, yeah, to go stage, to stage two. two. So I had like a two-week turnaround. Oh Me goodness. and my ADDO had a, like a two-week turnaround with all this paperwork and prep and things. Um, and I actually finished my job in chaplaincy on the Sunday, handed my keys in, and on the Monday I was at stage two. So stage two, if we don't know, is um, a residential interview yes. with other potential candidates for ordination from all over the country yeah so some people uh some previous uh vicars ordinands will know this particular process as bap it's very kind of well i'd say very similar there's there's a lot less in it than bap used to have because mm-hmm. bap used to be one thing at the end yeah and that was it the, yeah so from what i understand as well it used to be a presentation yeah and two nights away and three nights three nights it was three. so it was like four. oh sorry no two nights away three days yeah yeah, yeah so three days yeah. and then stage two which is what we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. was an overnighter it's pretty much 24 hours i think wasn't 36 it? they said well they are yeah. yeah so um i just before we kind of crack on with the actual days um leading up to it there was a lot of paperwork to be done mm-hmm. um so it was kind of going through paperwork talking about kind of what you've picked up through this process how your calling has maybe changed throughout this process or how mm-hmm. your calling has as um would i say enhanced is that more like you know how how it's how your discernment has like changed has has changed or adapted throughout this process and you know so you were you'd be able to kind of you were able to write down a lot about that you only had a certain amount of words to write it in so if you've got lots to talk about then you know mm. you know you, we need to kind of get it into this oh one. that was the 
different titles and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry uh, so around around those yeah. around those um the set the six um qualities yes um so which... yeah um which we kind of briefly pressed over in stage one yeah uh, and again which is episode two by the way um stage one episode two yes. um so, <laughs> series one um yeah so yeah so there was that and then there was set question yeah oh no two set questions and a group task that we had yeah. to prep for wasn't it yeah um, so mm. yeah two interviews group task and set questions yeah and that 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 was kind of it really um and it, it you know it sounds it, dead simple it sounds dead simple yeah, <laughs> yeah job yeah. done see you later bye there. there you go um yeah i think one thing i kind of want to want to bring up is that you know you need make sh- make sure that you're still kind of really kind of rooted in what god wants you to do and 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 in in scripture to an extent as well because basically i'll tell you that on the day that i went down to my um stage two stage two my mum sent me a text message um which was uh she said i she said i've been in tears all morning mm. and um because my daily bible reading was the story of hannah and samuel mm-hmm. and when my mum was in labor for two weeks maybe or a week or, or oh, a week wow. or so like quite a long time and um and she uh kind of a backstory is that she'd had a she'd had a c-section uh first time round and i came au natural and um and basically mum was in so much kind of pain and she's just like god please just help this child to come out I, I, just to come out and like get this over and done with because it's so painful and she you know she'd been reading beforehand about hannah hannah with hannah and samuel and she said i god i'm gonna give give him to you Mm. um and that it's such an emotional kind of journey for her really Mm. and you know she's um so when she got that bible reading that Mm. morning she was just like absolutely floods of tears and i really you know it's like i i've really felt like god was Mm just totally in that and then at this and then must have been within half an hour my sister sent me a message to say oh my my bible reading is from psalm 139 which is my favorite psalm Mm -hmm. and i was just completely blown away and i was like Mm. you know it's that sense of god's got this Mm. and i i had the attitude not not the attitude maybe the, the the feeling of you know if god's God, you know, if this is your calling, Lord. You know, let it let it happen. If mm-hmm. if it's if it's an if it's just a door that's going to close in my face, I will move on. Mm-hmm. And I felt really at peace with it, and I kind of got myself to that. And I don't know whether that was more of a whether it was a coping mechanism or whether it was like a whether it was just that total inner sense of peace because mm. my coping mechanism is if i'm going for a job interview i will expect not to get the job mm. and i will prepare myself for not getting the job um and and actually i kind of felt that this was a little bit different and i don't and this is why i kind of like was it was it my coping mechanism but i i really just said god it's yours mm-hmm. and i'm leaving it with you i'm going to give it my all mm-hmm. um and but i'm leaving it to you yeah yeah thank you and, for sharing that. it was just it was it was that was all kind of on the way down to my interview and you're it was like, like oh! no yeah. it, it's it's good uh, uh, there are no coincidences 
No. There are no they are god incidences. They're god incidences. And I think I think that's quite a healthy place to be in, the fact you felt at peace going down with. And I know yeah. that um so as part of this journey I've been on retreats mm. and I think that going forward in ministry I think it's really helpful to know yeah. retreats are there and a space in religious community for yeah. me. So yeah. um to go and just spend time with the Lord. And I know that like the week before I was with me nuns, with me nuns. Right. Um, and I had like a meltdown, I had a meltdown. So like the, the nuns are based in West Kirby, so overlooking the Welsh Hills. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I cast my eyes to the hills. That kind of is a mm. really good place to just get meltdown, yeah. shouty, angry, like this whole process, angry. And then after all of that, I just felt right. Right, okay, let's do this. No, I'm just, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's, God has brought us both into a place that we are here. Mm. We are going to do this and we're going to yeah. do this as unapologetically ourselves. Um, even with all the higgledy-piggledy bits of life that have been in the way or, or mm, curveballs that mm. have been thrown at us. And, and I think that's important Yeah, to, to acknowledge that. And, and so the actual stage two panel is done in retreat centers. Yeah. Um, and for me, I was in York, oh, oh no, Scarborough-ish. Um, and I found it a really uplifting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think getting to know the people that are there, uh, of all being through this process as well, was really, um, I was really fortunate in the group that I was with. Yeah. Um, but one of the funny God instances that I can't remember if I've told you, but I'll tell you and tell you all the podcast listeners as well. Okay. So I, obviously when, when you get sent to stage two panel, um, you kind of get the, the panels happen all over the country at different times. And usually, you know, you get sent one close to your town or, and we got sent to different parts of the country, didn't we, Martin? So that will be, yes, we did. Um, you know, that's just the way the look of the drawer of where you get sent or, um, you know, you sometimes wouldn't arrive with different people. The diet, it's just, it, it gets sent all over the country. Anyway, so I goes to, um, it, within York Diocese, and I should have mentioned this in an earlier podcast, but one of the voices that spoke into kind of m- my vocation towards ordination and please think seriously was um, His Grace Archbishop John Sentamu, mm. the former Archbishop of York. Um, when I met him a few years ago, um, please think seriously about ordination. Were the words, oh, thanks for your grace. And, right, okay, I'm going to have to think seriously about this now. Anyway, long story short, um, and when I was going for, so my stage two panel, you have a personal interview and you have a ministerial interview, yeah. which I think we can say, because I think that's, that's right, isn't it? It's two interviews. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. You get two interviews, both seventy-five minutes long. Mm. So I was going up the stairs, ready for my ministerial interview, and there's massive painting of Archbishop's on centre me. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, here I am walking to my ordination interview, thinking seriously about ordination, and there he is, <laughs> <laughs> the man himself. The man himself. Yeah. Um. So that that was a nice that was a nice encouragement, yeah. uh, along with many other things which I can't think off the top of my head yeah. but th- things like this as well document it write it down write the scripture down if it comes up um uh, keeping a diary in a notebook i think that would be a really big help and then then you can go to your spiritual director and you can go to your addos and things and it's th- starting to pray about things if people things are coming into place it's something you're encouraged to do 
going through your training as well to keep a journal mm-hmm. and stuff so you know maybe through this whole process mm-hmm. it's it's good to do the same thing and mm-hmm. you kind of get into that routine of of doing it really as well so. yeah absolutely but yeah i mean from from my side of things i found it the most peaceful experience i've ever mm-hmm. done with an interview and it, the funny thing is is the the other candidates that came we all said this it's like do you know what's really nice about this is the fact that we're not up against each other. Yeah, it's not The Apprentice. It's not The Apprentice. It's not a, a t- your typical job interview. It's not, you know, yeah. It, it is literally, we're in this together. It's it's a yes or a no situation. We're there as brothers and sisters in yeah. Christ too. And we gelled so well. <laughs> we literally Same. came together so well. We were, we, we were constantly praying for each other. We were, uh, you know, mm. there was one particular person I, I was in Shallowford, which is down in a place called just near Stone, which is just south, literally just south of Stoke. And, um, and I, um, they've got like nine acres of grounds in, mm. in that retreat. And you, you know, I, you know, there was an alpaca that was very friendly and mm. like a, a couple of little goats, which they're cute. Um, but, but I, it was just that lovely, relaxing, calm environment. Mm. And I went on a walk with one of the other, with one of the other people who's, uh, I think they were based in Manchester. Um, and they, you know, we had a, such a wonderful conversation, mm. but we were talking as if we'd been friends for years. This and we it. were just talking so about deep stuff. Me, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and it's like, I, I, I've only just met you today. Why, why, why is this conversation? But I really feel like God is just weaved throughout that whole the whole like kind of mm-hmm. the, the whole time away and the whole experience and it just made it so so wonderful and i found it's important to say as well so as part of the um interview process you, your advisors who are the people doing the interview so mm. you have two advisors doing both interviews and you get allocated a group and all the and it might change it might do a bit differently don't take that as what's going to happen mm. but um your advisors sit and have lunch with you, you yeah. you're there with the people who are interviewing you yeah um and you do get observed so it's important to know that you don't just do your interview and you're on your best behavior and then you yeah. go out and are not um so that's just something yeah. to keep in mind but it I had some really lovely conversation with I the was advisors say, as well i i thought it was a really good opportunity to get the know get to know them and, and actually have a really good chat with them um, you yeah. know, I think at first everybody's a bit like, yeah, you like know, on best behavior. Like, don't, first don't, day of school, don't, don't <laughs> speak to them, don't speak to them. Yeah. But actually, I think speaking to them and and just getting to know them as human beings is just a it, it was just a nice thing because they one, are uh, only human beings. Yeah, and also they're on this journey with you, and yeah. they are handpicked to talk about vacation. I remember yeah. one of the advisors sat on his own, so I went up. I was like, oh yeah. How have you found the new process? <laughs> yeah. You're okay? You're excited? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> <Just walked up. laughs> so okay. I was like, it's an icebreaker, isn't it? They're only human. Well, that, that, that's it. And I think if you, you, you know, if you show that you can approach people and this have a conversation, yeah. you know, I think that's kind of, if you think about it, if you go back to the basics of being a Christian, is to mm. tell other people about Jesus yeah. and to befriend people and to and to support people and to love people, love your neighbor, then, you know, someone sat that's on their own. Exactly of course you're going to chat with them. It's exactly what you're going to do. And I think that I, I just, what, what, what a privilege to be able to do that, to be able to kind of sit with people who you've never met before and actually share some really personal 
personal personal deep experiences and spiritual experiences mm-hmm. and 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 it was just mm-hmm. lovely lovely and, and certainly think that this process of discernment discerning having these conversations have this time and energy and space to do that is a privilege yeah and i think having people who are interested in you and your journey is a privilege Absolutely. it's so you know humbling in yeah, lots of ways definitely mm-hmm. definitely and um you know there's there's obviously times throughout to you, you know we there was a chapel at the place where we were i'm guessing there, were, there was where uh, you were there was two yes yeah so they have you have those opportunities to go to those uh, they they have like kind of half an hour slots of doing it uh, founded uh, in worship yeah isn't it, doing, the whole... do, doing worship and stuff we we took communion as well as, as part uh, on one of them which was just such a wonderful experience we actually baptized like kind of did signed you re- ourselves renew with the your baptism yeah, 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 baptism yeah, that. and that was and i just what it, it was just it just made it so special it was as if like it took you right back to your starting point yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the starting point of that 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 journey that you've made and i'm not saying the the however many years ago that you were thinking about coming becoming an ordinance but like though that, mm. that 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 moment where you baptized got baptized yeah. or you know confirmed or whatever you know where you did it and yeah i think it's um important to mention about the panel secretary within all of this again yeah. so we mentioned in episode two about stage one and in stage two same so you have your candidates for potential candidates for ordained ministry who are the people who arrive from all over the country and then you have a set of um advisors who are your interviewers and Mm. then you have your panel secretary and the panel secretary is hand-picked to be the go-between um between if you had a problem with anything that's said in your interviews or anything you didn't feel you come across well you go to your panel secretary um, and R1, he gave us like what number he was in and stuff so you could knock on his door yeah, and yeah. be like, oh, actually. Yeah. Um, R1 had his own office. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and <laughs> it then was the, like and a little that, broom uh, cupboard like So he's like the go-between and um, the he or she um, yeah. was the go-between. Um, and it's the same with the panel secretaries because yeah. I think they've it's a big task for them yeah, as yeah. much as it is us because they've had to read through all of our lives Absolutely. including all of the bits that you need to put in like significant yeah. life events and things yeah. like that and the tape the questions are completely tailored to you and it's a yeah. privilege to have that because it's certainly brought me out of michelle in some occasions of different things i've never spoken about before but i did in this interview then i found it so i found it so lovely that they were because it's like you know you know they, they referred to something that you will have said in your paperwork or something mm. like that and it and it was it just it it, it was it, it they they again it's it's they're not looking to trip you up they're mm. not looking to you know um they, yeah they're not they're not looking to, to 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 go against you to trip you up to to block you from doing this they're they're there to support you and to guide you they're rooting for you yeah more than more than yeah. anyone else and nine times know. out of ten they're ordained Absolutely. so like well, exactly. they've been through they've this process been there and done that and, and they understand yeah. the vulnerable place that you're in yeah. i think as well and i think Absolutely. that that you know that pastoral stuff with you know your panel secretary and yeah. think that that's important to know again it's your crutches or at people you can phone for a debrief and, and things yeah. like that so ours was just overnight yeah. um founded in worship and we prepared by our diocese before okay. we went and the group task at the group task. yeah i want to add i want to add one point of um one one experience that i had and then and then something else is that is that 
when um i was in my uh one of my interviews um the interview had finished and I, and you know they they you, they've obviously read a lot of stuff and based on what i had written i and what i had spoken about in my interview i had obviously made like it clear that i was dyslexic and and you know i struggle with you know kind of doing written and th- 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 theoretical work or anything like that so i was um and and he said to me i just want to say to you you are not stupid yes. now obviously somebody some <laughs> you, you can shout it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um but some people may go what do you mean by that and and i was like and he and and this person described something to me and and i said maybe for me it was because i was told in school that i was stupid mm-hmm. um and it's something i've carried with me for my whole life mm-hmm. and i and and this person just kind of reassured me and i started welling up mm. um and you know never expected mm. like that that was kind of i really felt like that moment was a god moment where god said listen you are not stupid because then Afterwards, I kind of went out and cried for about half an hour. Um, Was she good? And it was nice to have that space to be able to do that. It wasn't Mm. just like one interview after the next, after the you know. It you had so much space Mm. to 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 take time and 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 do that. And also, um, the people that you're gonna go with that that you're gonna go there with is like you know the the group of people from all over the country they come from different backgrounds mm. they have different traditions within the church of england um and do you know what you're going to have some fantastic conversations you're going to listen to some people and you think well i'm never going to be like that mm. but actually you you know there were, there was a person uh, at mine who was completely opposite to what i would be like mm-hmm. but you know what the the passion that they had for their particular tradition i just i, I just i was in awe of it um and you know and 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 it's these are people that that need to be in the church of england that that's what makes the church of england a diverse such a diverse like organization and i think something i think you know having a that good mix of people makes for a great conversation and and you know a wonderful place to work for in that sense i was going to say diverse is the key word as well Mm. and i know that um this process which is the one that what we're talking about that's been redesigned to make it more neurodiverse inclusive. Mm, yeah. I know that because I, I, I class myself as neurodiverse as well. I'm dyslexic yeah. and dyspraxic. Mm. And the um, picture round, <laughs> the pictures that you could take as a prop as well. So there's loads of different things. Again, it might change. Mm. Um, but you were able to kind of use a starting point yeah. um, and that can be put in your paperwork as well so Absolutely. that you know that will all be declared in your paperwork and so the advisors will know to give you a breather if you need need it um, or like I had one where I just didn't answer the question at one point and they were like here's the question again and have a think about you know and, yeah. and you know and that that's fine and that's fine and it's important to know that um, and, that, and that's part of all we've spoken about of declaring everything about you yeah. so that support can be put in place for you Absolutely. Um, and there are many well there's many neurodiverse clergy that is important and it enriches the experience of the Church of England and encourages other people because visibility is important it certainly is it certainly is mm-hmm. so I think that kind of wraps up stage two yeah I was going to anything you want to add to that on the group task but that will change 
women yeah. talk about the thing. So you have a group task as part of stage two and you will be prepared for that. So that's just observing how you interact with other people and things like that. Yeah. It's nothing scary. You will get prepped for it. Though. You will get prepped by your dancers, Absolutely. I'm sure. I hope so. I'm sure you will. Crack it. Right. Thank you very much for listening. This was episode four. Uh, please do listen to episodes one, two, and three as well. Uh, just, just it's just a, our journey from, um, you know, mm-hmm. hearing God's call right the way through to stage two, um, and just yeah thank you for listening give us a like share us about to different people if you know anybody anybody that may be going through the discernment process get them to have a listen to this because i, I think it'll be really really helpful i wish i kind of wish we'd have had this but it, we're brand new to we are making the content that we, we making, know that ha- we didn't have I, yeah, exactly <laughs> and 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 it was down to the fact that it's a new process yeah. and no one really not no one but like you know uh, no 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 one's been through it yet Mm. Uh, you know apart from apart from us we were the guinea pigs but yeah um so thanks very much tatty bye. bye